I did it again. I started with all right. Yeah, oh well. Turn in your Bibles tonight, please, to 2 Chronicles chapter 7. 2 Chronicles chapter 7. Um, Lord willing, tonight we're going to wrap up our series on prayer. And by no means have we exhausted um, everything that the Bible talks about um, about prayer. I was even thinking about um, the what of prayer uh, last week when I was saving the recording. It was part nine of the what of prayer. And I was thinking, like, there's a lot more we haven't even looked at um, of people we can pray for, things we can pray for. I mean, specifically um, those who are lost. And that's a very important area of prayer that we should be praying about. But um, we're just going to wrap up the series tonight, do a quick review of everything we've looked at in the last, well, maybe not everything, but um, quick recap of what we've looked at the last, well, almost six months. Um, we started this series back in December, and uh, so that's almost almost six months that we've been looking at this on Wednesday nights. But tonight I just wanted to start with the theme verse that was our springboard for this whole series in Second um, Chronicles 7. And... Um, just again, the context of this chapter is Solomon dedicating the temple. And if you look at um, 2 Chronicles 7, verse 12, it says, And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer. And when I was looking at that, I'm like, okay, what is his prayer? Well, if you go back... To the previous chapter, um, chapter six. This is at the dedication. The dedicate. It's the dedication prayer of the temple. And if you look at yeah, chapter six, verses twelve through forty-two. Um, so a thirty-one verse prayer, and that's the prayer that God is referring to here in. Uh, verse 12 of chapter 7. Um, after all that was done, after Solomon had his prayer, they did sacrifices, and then um, the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and told him, well, I'll just read the verse. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer, and I have chosen this place, the temple, to be this place to myself for in house of sacrifice. And then he goes in verse 13. Uh, if I shut up heaven, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence upon thy people. We'll pause there for a minute. Um, I've been reading through Deuteronomy um, in my morning devotion time. And... There's a lot of commands in Deuteronomy, but there's a lot of like, the Lord is saying to them, if you follow what I say, you'll be good. You won't have 
the pestilence, et cetera, et cetera. But there's a lot of things in Deuteronomy that God says is going to happen if you don't follow his commands. Um, and oh, this verse 13 is a very short synopsis of, of that as well. Just locusts devouring the land, I send pestilence upon thy people. Um, there's, there's a lot of cause and effect or you reap what you sow. I mean, that's, that's a principle of the Bible. Um, but then we get into verse 14, uh, the theme verse that we've been looking at. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now, looking just with all the context we're looking at, yes, God is talking to Solomon and the children of Israel at this point. And at that point, Israel was God's people. God, they're st and they're still God's chosen people, but they have rejected the Messiah uh, at this, still up to this point in human history. And right now, God's people, that's us. That's us, the New Testament church, people who are in, 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 the, uh, in a New Testament church, and those who are saved. Now, Israel is still God's chosen people, and uh, eventually they are going to turn back to him. So this promise is for them, but it's also for us as God's people. Those who are my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. I mean, our land is sick. It needs healing. Um, now, not the physical land per se, but our nation, our world, it needs healing. And God's solution is for his people to humble themselves and to pray and to seek his face. And that's the whole reason we've been looking at prayer, the things associated with prayer. Um, the Lord wants us to pray. I mean, that's really an amazing thought. Last night, Katie and I were sitting on the back porch, and I looked up in the sky, and there's the moon straight overhead. And I forget how many or thousands or millions of miles away the moon is from us. And I'm like, Katie, Neil Armstrong walked on the moon there, and that seems really, really far away. And just with that perspective, it feels like, Wow, we're really small and insignificant. And of course, we know there's so many more planets and galaxies and stars and planets much further away than the moon. But God has chosen us. He created us here on this planet for a reason. And he wants us to talk to him. And he wants to hear from us. And that's just really a mind-blowing thought.
the creator of this universe wants to talk to us and have a personal relationship with us. Um, but we need to humble ourselves and really be realize who he is and pray and seek his face. And uh, there's, there's great promises um, when we do that. And um, so just think about this verse. God wants us to pray. God wants us to humble ourselves and seek him. And there's going to be a result of that. Um, and that's part of the reason why we've been looking at prayer uh, the last several months. And um, just as a recap of the number of lessons we've looked at, these are the different areas we've looked at. Who can pray? Well, it was those who are in God's will, praying according to God's will. Who do we pray to? Well, we pray to the Father, God the Father. Um, and we pray through God the Son, who's made that way for us to pray to God the Father. And we looked at who can we pray for. Um, and then specifically, we looked at our pastor. And we had that 30-day um, rotation of different things we can be praying for our pastor about. Then we looked at our family, how to pray for the man of the house, the lady of the house, and the children in the house. And then specifically, we looked at the last three weeks, how to pray for missionaries. And then, of course, the list can go on and on of who we can pray for. Um, but those are ones we specifically uh, looked at. We looked at why should we pray. Well, first of all, it's a command. Um, it's an assumed thing. And Jesus tells us to pray. God tells us to pray. Again, God, the creator of the universe, wants us to talk to him. Then we looked at what prayer is, and then we looked at some things to pray for, looked at where can we pray. Uh, specifically, we're, we were talking about, well, Jesus says, when thou prayest, go enter into thy closet. That's one place we can pray, but honestly, you can pray anywhere, but it's really a place that you can get alone with God and, and talk to him. When can we pray? Um, well, in time of need and praying always. You can pray whenever. And then we looked um, at the pattern of prayer uh, from Matthew chapter 6. Um, we have that outline of P-R-A-Y. Uh, of course, we want to start our prayers, our time of prayer with the Lord, with praise and worship. I mean, humbling ourselves before God, the creator of the universe. Then yielding uh, the why, yielding our day, yielding our life on a daily basis to the Lord. A, acknowledging sin. Um, sin is a barrier between us and God, and it's a barrier between our fellowship with him. Uh, we looked at that verse. Um, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Um, so praise and worship, yielding, acknowledging sin, and then are the requests. Um, and once we're in the right mindset, then we can bring our needs before 
the throne of grace before God's throne. And of course, we use the, um, the analogy of, of an earthly king or a president or someone really important. We don't want to just run into their presence and start asking for things. And how many times do we just start praying and start asking God for things? And he's so much higher, so much greater than any earthly king or a person in authority. Um, oh, that's another section we looked at, praying for those in authority. Um, but we need to acknowledge who God is and just humble ourselves before him and pray and seek his face. And the Lord will... He will listen and answer our prayers. It's, it's a promise in his word. And uh, I know for me, this has been a lot of information the last several months, um, throwing at you new, uh, different things to pray for. And it can, frankly, be overwhelming. Um, and maybe you're already praying all these different things and you have it organized, great. Maybe I, the goal of this is just to motivate us to pray more than we have been and continuing to pray, being in fellowship together while we pray. And uh, I was thinking um, tonight about uh, just the whole series and just everything we've looked at. Uh, if you, well, the song, little by little, inch by inch, came to my mind. You're looking up the stairs, and it's like you can't take a leap from the bottom all the way to the top in one jump. Um, now, some teenage boys might try it, but it's not a good idea. And, well, the same thing is with prayer. I mean, if you aren't praying that much, and you've tried to take everything we've looked at and just be like, okay, I'm going to be praying an hour every morning and go through my list and all these different things, you might not do it. But if you add one thing, inch by inch, inch by inch, eventually you'll get to the top of the stairs. Um, so that's my challenge to you. Just take an inch by inch of things we've looked at. Um, of course, all these things, all these uh, lessons we've looked at, there's recordings of them online. You need to go back um, to listen to those um, again. Uh, they're there. Um, of course, I gave you the, uh, the notebooks to take notes um, and then start your own prayer journal. Uh, I'm going to pull up, again, the example of a prayer journal I've used and, are u and I'm using. And I do it on my computer. I can access it on my phone. Um, it might be an easier way for you or do it pen and paper, whatever is easiest for you. It's just really want you to take the next step and continue to pray because the Lord wants to hear from us. And uh, um, uh, that one verse, uh, that talks about um, if you do, if the Lord's not in it, it is he who labors uh, and 
basically, we can't do anything without the Lord. Without me, you can do nothing. And that's the same thing um, with prayer. If we don't, we don't ask. If we ask, we receive not. So, and we need to, we need to pray. The Lord wants us to pray. So, I'm just going to pull up um, this example again of prayer journal, just as an idea of the way I've organized my prayer journal in the past and still use. <laughs> Windows 11 settings are different. So here's my example of way I use that P-R-A-Y here on a Sunday. Um, praise, thanking the Lord, um, praising the Lord for who he is. Uh, I had that I showed you that book of um, the names of God, and that's one way that you can use to praise the Lord. There's many different attributes about God that we can be, we can thank Him for, we can praise Him for. Uh, we looked at Psalm 100: Enter into His courts with, uh, enter His gates with thanksgiving, into His courts with praise. Um, and it also talks about in going, coming into His presence with singing. Um, so, starting with praise, thanking the Lord for who He is, praising Him for who He is, and then yielding, yield the day to Him. The day is the Lord's anyways, um, and uh, we need to give it up to Him. Um, acknowledging sin, specifically I have pride, and uh, the other day I was listening to a, a message um, from a missionary and the, the title of the message was The Greatest Hindrance in Winning uh, Souls or um, basically winning those to the Lord. And his whole premise was it, it's, a, it's pride. Um, and he gave the examples of the disciples in different, you know, James and John asking the Lord for the seat next to him and then, uh, examples of Peter and um, other things like that, and uh, pride is it's a it's a huge thing that can get in the way of the Lord working in our lives. Um, so praise, yielding, acknowledging sin, and then getting to requests. Um, we as we looked at um, with um, pray for the lady of the family. Uh, I have some of those notes here. I'm praying for Katie. Uh, and then talk about my parents. So um, that's another who you can pray for, your family. Um, and then specifically Sundays, praying for Sunday services and then for pastor. And then uh, those are some of those areas we looked at in that praying for your pastor, praying for your government. Um, and then, of course, I haven't updated this one yet. Um, but those in authority, those who are sick. Um, and then one thing I've used in the past also, um, if I am walking, taking a walk around my neighborhood, and as I pass 
my neighbor's different neighbor's houses is like okay can pray for that specific person um, so again these are just examples things that I've used that have worked um, for me to be organized I use OneNote on my computer which also syncs to my phone um, or you can use a piece of paper of course if you have your prayer list on your phone you have the opportunity of distraction so gotta weigh that out but just some ideas and just want to encourage you to pray more um, inch by inch it's a cinch um, but it's not always a cinch but it's uh, it's a napanology so that's where we will conclude tonight <laughs>